0: Welcome to the podcast again. You know I'm excited about these Proverbs, and here I am repeating myself one more time. You heard that yesterday morning, didn't you? Well, you hear it again. I am excited to get the opportunity to share the Proverbs with you again. Our proverb for the day is going to be Proverbs 13 because it's the 13th day of the month. And I uh, love just going through principle after principle after principle of God's Word and then supplementing that, strengthening it, confirming it with so many other scriptures that just flow along. As I told you uh, you know. None None of this is uh, pre-planned or pre-written down or or pre-pre-studied. Uh, 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 it is rather just from the spirit and from the heart. Uh, it's something that I do for myself. It's something that I've done with the family. It's something that I, that uh, that is so important for us to do. Uh, just just to go to the Word of God and expound. You know, Jesus had two methods of discipleship. One method, of course, was to sit people down and, uh, and uh, you know, have them seated someplace, and then he taught them. Uh, it is very important. Teaching is very important. To have a, a systematic teaching, to know that you're going to cover doctrine, to know what you're going to talk about, so important. Uh, you know, classroom environment is so important to teaching people, so important to discipleship, so important to us mentoring and and uh, investing our lives in others it is very important to have a lesson that you know you want to teach a lesson that others need to learn and then share that lesson because you've studied it out because you've planned it because you've prepared it because you know what the next step is that's so important you know Jesus used Matthew chapter 5 chapter 6 chapter 7 to teach uh, you know a multitude of people on the Mount of Beatitudes and he shared with them you know blessed are you blessed are you blessed are you and he went into so many principles, but Jesus also walked in daily life with people that he wanted to teach. He walked with his disciples and as they walked in the Galilee and down through Samaria and as they walked in Judea, uh, Jesus used whatever presented itself, whatever life's opportunity was, Jesus used that to capitalize on a God given moment to be able to share and to teach with others uh, spontaneously, if you will, extemporaneously, uh, if you will, uh, this is just uh, just a method of discipleship, and it is a method whereby we walk in life, and and we just uh, open up our heart to what the Spirit of God is saying in that moment, like we're doing here with these proverbs. We are going through a chapter in each uh, each day, one chapter each day, and we are just speaking. I'm, I'm I'm speaking to you from my heart, from whatever the Spirit of God gives me in that moment. You know, Jesus would walk with his disciples through the fields, through the wheat fields, and and as they were gathering wheat, uh, he would he would. Share about the parable of the tares and parable of the seed and the sower and you know and, and people would come up uh, you know sometimes legalistic people and say you're not supposed to be doing this on on uh, on the Sabbath you know and and Jesus would begin to share with them and let them know that you know uh, uh, principles from God's word based upon what life presented. It's important that we always be ready to give an account of that good work that is in us, so that when life affords us opportunity, so when the daily uh, situations of life, open doors of 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 opportunity for us to share the word of God or to share the principles we've learned. That we take those opportunities by the Holy Spirit. That as we're walking in the way, as we're as we're just going busy about life at work or at school or or you know in our family life in the evening, that we always be ready to share whatever opportunity comes, to share the word of God concerning those principles. Every, everything we face in life is an opportunity to learn or to share what we have learned. So today we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 13. Are you ready for Proverbs chapter 13? I'll be reading again from the New King, excuse me, from the King James Version. We're using the King James Version for uh, this set of podcasts, and uh, partly because the New King James Version uh, is not uh, public domain. If you overuse and use too much content from the New King James Version, you have to first get permission. If you're wondering why sometimes uh, uh, we choose different versions or different means, uh, this, this one is perhaps a little more um, uh, legally guarded because the New King James Version, as I said, is not public domain, the King James Version, the Authorized Version of the New Testament is. It's a little harder reading, but uh, uh, it, it, especially with all the these and thou's and all the th's on the end of these words, I hope you're, uh, which I know you are very forgiving, this is just, uh, you know, it is uh, it is what it is. You're getting it just like I'm I'm reading it. And so uh, uh, just follow along with me if you would. And this is how I first learned it, by the way, studying from this particular version. And so So this version is most familiar to me as well. Are you ready? Let's begin. Proverbs chapter 13, A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the transgressor shall eat violence. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. The soul of the sluggard desireth and hath nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. A righteous man hateth lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and cometh to shame. Righteousness keepeth him that is upright in the way, but wickedness overthroweth the sinner. There is that maketh himself rich, yet hath nothing, and there is that maketh himself poor, yet hath great riches. The ransom... Of a man's life are his riches, but the poor heareth not rebuke. The light of the righteous rejoiceth, but the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, It is a tree of life. Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Good understanding giveth favor, but the way of transgressors is hard. Every prudent man dealeth with knowledge, but a fool layeth open his folly. A wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador's health. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction, but he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. The desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is abomination to fools to depart from evil. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Evil pursueth sinners, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that destroyeth for want of judgment. He that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth him betimes. The righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul, but the belly of the wicked shall want what tremendous wisdom there is to be gleaned, to be gathered from these proverbs. What an absolute opportunity we have to daily go to the word of God and there to seek the word of God and find the wealth and the treasure of all that God has put together in this little book in each chapter and in every verse. You know, there's such potential in the word of God, such potential in in just sharing and meditating and thinking upon the word of God in turning it over and over in your mind and in your heart. You know, the word of God is like a treasure hidden in a field. The Bible says that that there was this treasure, Jesus telling a parable here, there was a treasure hidden in a field and a man found the treasure and he went and sold everything he had and bought the field. You know, uh, there was a treasure hidden in the field. The field was not the treasure. The treasure was hidden in the field. The man sold everything he had. But still, when he got the field, he had to work the field. The field is a treasure. Here, our opportunity, what opportunity we have. But we still have to work it. We still have to invest. We still have to make sure that we are doing our part. God requires us to participate in our miracles. Even when we find gold, a gold mine, for example, in a field, we still have to dig for the gold, even if we own the field. And we have to refine it. We have to make it something that is valuable because as long as it stays as hidden treasure, As long as it stays as something that is covered up, it never really, um, no one ever enjoys its value. It never really gets to express its value. Potential is just potential as long as it's covered up. The word of God is great potential, but if you leave it in a closed Bible on your shelf for 50 years and walk by it every day or leave it on your end table or, or leave it somewhere in your home or or even leave it in your in your heart or in your mind without opening it up, dusting it off, and using it without without allowing it to express its potential in your life, it will not make any difference. It's like having the keys to a new car and you needing to go somewhere so bad, but you just leave the keys on the shelf. You never pick up the keys. The car does you no good unless you're driving it. The car does you no good sitting in your garage. Oh, certainly it is there in case you have an emergency, but even if you have an emergency you'll still have to crank it up and you'll still have to hope that the battery hadn't gone dead or that that you know that 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 the gasoline hadn't turned into varnish or you know uh, you know uh Unlike the word of God, some treasures do diminish over time. The word of God doesn't, but yet it still has to be exercised in order to have value to you. Let me encourage you. Take every opportunity you have. To put the Word of God in your heart and in your mind. Keep it dusted off. Keep it stirred up. Keep it alive. Keep it refreshed. Just like seed in the ground of your life. Cultivate it and water it and tend it and weed it. And make sure that, that the Word of God is the Word of God. You see, because the Word of God is only the Word of God when the Word of God is the Word of God. Make sure that you're not you know, uh, interpreting some scripture in light of your present circumstance or situation or in light of your desire or your lust, instead of in light of all the other scriptures in the Word of God. The only way to interpret scripture is with scripture. Today we're going to take one verse here out of Proverbs chapter 13. Proverbs 13 verse 12 is what we're going to use today. And I'm just picking this because it, 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 it uh, spoke to me as we were reading through it. It just stuck out and I marked it in my mind that we would go back and, and talk about it again. Uh, and, and then several others uh, you know, uh, made, made impact in my life, which I will take opportunity to, to consider uh, uh, after I look at this one real good. Look, look at verse 12, if you will. Our verse for the day, hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. That means that when we're hoping for something and what we're hoping for does not come to pass, what we're wanting doesn't come to fruition. What we believed would happen, hoped would happen, what we counted on not coming to pass, it can make our heart sick. But when our desire, when our hope is fulfilled, when our desire comes, when what we're we're needing and wanting and believing for, whenever it come to pass, whenever it happens, whenever we reach a goal, whenever we achieve something, that we're hoping to achieve, it's a tree of life. You've experienced this. You can see this. This is just the wisdom of God unfolding. It's the experience that Solomon had, that he put the wisdom that God gave him in this inspiration That to know that, that if he continued, in this case, if he continued hoping in something that was not going to happen, now, what do you mean hoping is something that's not going to happen? If you are putting your hope in something that is not the will of God, if you're putting your hope in something that is against the word of God, let me tell you, God's not going to bring that to pass. Uh, that doesn't mean that it may not happen in some uh, some instances or some cases because the will of God is not always done. And sometimes things that God you know, would not prefer, nonetheless, they get done. God would not be willing that any should perish, but we know that some will. Listen, the will of God is not not always accomplished in every situation and in every life. It's important that we put our hope in the will of God so that we don't go around, you know, having deferred hope all the time, just being sick all the time. You know how it is whenever you're hoping something's going to happen, especially something that may have a date attached to it, something that may have a time frame attached to it, and it doesn't happen in that time frame, it doesn't happen in that date or on that date, or it doesn't happen in that in that moment or in that season that you were hoping it would happen, and it doesn't happen. Maybe you know there's a job opening, or maybe there's a part in a play, or maybe there's there's there, there, there there's something that you wanted. You know, maybe you wanted a, a, a relationship with someone, and they end up marrying someone else, or or the a part is given to someone else or, or somebody else buys that car or, or that house goes off the market and you didn't get, you know, all the things that we can hope for in life that all of a sudden we realize that what we hope for is not actually uh, going to happen, at least it's not going to happen in the way and in the time and the manner that we had hoped. That can make our heart sick, but sometimes we set ourselves up to make our heart sick. Sometimes, if we're not watchful, we can set ourselves up for hope deferred. The Bible also says there that when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. Do you know that we can set ourselves up for happiness? We can set ourselves up in life to experience the achievement that God intended us for, for us to experience. The tree of life. You know when something happens that you, that, that you wanted to happen, that you planned on happening. You know how it is when you reach a goal. Sometimes people set goals that are way too high and way too lofty. I'm not talking about things that God prophetically inspires or words of knowledge, words of wisdom, or things that you're believing God for that are well within the will of God and understood by the word of God and confirmed by the way of God. I'm not talking about those things, but sometimes people set goals so high that they are actually uh, unachievable. And when we do that, we can you know, go ahead and prepare ourselves for hope deferred. But we can also set some incremental goals in our life. This is what this particular scripture has taught me, to set some goals in my life that are achievable every day. Every day we have an opportunity to to receive life. Every day we have an opportunity to achieve a goal. And when I'm setting goals, I really keep in mind that I need to set an achievable goal and then also once I reach that set another goal and another goal and another goal because the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. And we can often achieve climbing a mountain if we will actually look at it in stages and look at it in steps. Look at it the things that we need to do. If you will break down your miracle, break it down into things that are achievable, things that are measurable, things that are realistic in your world, and add faith to them. You know, always have a faith project going on, but not something that is outside of the will, the way, or the Word of God. No reason living in hope deferred. Let me encourage you to set some goals in your life today, some goals that you know you're going to achieve. I'm, I, I'm you know, just simply, you know, I've set some goals. I set a goal of doing 31 days in a row, 31 days of Proverbs to share with you a, a proverb each day. You know, that's a goal it's an achievable goal it's not necessarily easy i mean it's not necessarily hard but it's not necessarily easy just to you know uh, talk 20 minutes here on every one of these proverbs and to limit it to 20 minutes someday is hard and uh, i haven't found it difficult yet to 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 make the uh, the the 20 minutes but uh, but uh, you know set some achievable goals and set In fact, set three or four or five. And if you pledge to do something, if you promise to do something, well, set a time so that you can achieve your goal. You know, even when somebody says to me, you know, well, I want to I want to teach Sunday school or I want to I want to, you know, work in this ministry or that ministry. I encourage them to set a time in which we can reach that goal and reevaluate it at that point so that uh, they they don't end up making the eternal commitment and then running out of steam somewhere or finding out it wasn't something that they liked or maybe, uh, you know, doing it for a season. It was a burden and not a calling so that they can be successful in their commitments. Set yourself up to succeed, and when you do, Proverbs says, it will be unto you like a tree of life. It will give you so much energy to succeed. You know, it could be something like, you know, uh, cleaning the house, changing the oil in the car. It could be something like making a phone call or, or, you know, uh, writing a letter. It could be something like visiting someone. It can be so simple to make and set some goals, make a commitment, and achieve the goal. So when your desire, when your goal, whenever your, your, uh, your hope is full, field, it it produces in you life. It gives you life and energy for the next one. You know, every step you take should give you energy for the next step. A successful step will encourage you for another step. Well, let's pray and ask God to help us with our, you know, sick hearts in our hope-deferred moments, and also with setting some realistic goals so when we reach and achieve our desire, it will be a tree of life for us. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for the opportunity to glean wisdom from your Word. And God, we want, Lord, to live, Lord, with life, with energy, God, with everything we do, Lord, providing energy for the next step, God. Lord, we can do that by setting some realistic goals, Lord, by going to your Word, Lord, and seeing what your Word says, and then, Lord, living a step at a time time in your word, doing what we can do, doing what our hand finds to do, participating in our miracles, Lord, taking the next step, Lord. Uh, It's so important that we take what we have. We start where we are. We do the very best we can. We take the next step, Lord, and help us, God, Lord, to to set achievable goals in our life, Lord, and not unrealistic goals that that will not be fulfilled. Help us, O Lord, to have wisdom to not set our sails, Lord, on our ship for a wind that is never going to blow or a wind that does not blow from you, Lord. Help us, God, not to set goals, Lord, or, or not to put our hope in something, Lord, that is not your way, your word, or your will. Lord, it, it takes a lot of faith, Lord, to accomplish your will. Lord, uh, uh, no amount of faith, Lord, should, should spur us on. No amount of hope, Lord, no amount of desire should spur us on to things that are not your word. Lord, teach us, lead us, God, guide us. Lord, minister to our hearts in places, Lord, where, where what we hoped for, Lord, just didn't happen, God. Lord, help us to deal with these things, Lord. Uh, you know, the, the passing of loved ones, Lord, the, the tragedies, Lord, the, the circumstances, situations, Lord, that cannot be undone, the things, Lord, that we cannot rewind, Lord, where our hope, Lord, has been deferred. Heal our hearts, God, and help us, Lord, to set realistic goals, Lord, faith goals, Lord according to your word, your will, your way, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I encourage you, check yourself with the word of God. Challenge yourself. Okay, Check yourself, challenge yourself, and let the word of God change you. Uh, I'll see you right here again tomorrow with Proverbs chapter 14. God bless you.